Okay, so now we said the last part of uh, of Kabbalah Shabbos, which we did not touch upon yet, is the paragraph of Anabachorach. Anabachorach deserves really a sheer in and of itself, because it's one of these mysterious paragraphs. Every time you read any introduction about it, it always talks about how there's great, deep, mystical uh, secrets contained within, and in many sedurim, there's all sorts of Rashi Tevos around those, uh, around those lines, and trying to figure out what exactly it means is something which is quite a challenge, on top of which it seems to appear at like random places in the Siddur. So it appears by, right before L'chadodi, if you look in the section of Korbanos, there's a, one of the paragraphs in Korbanos is Anabachach, some people say it following Sphira Saomer. So it appears in all these different places, and it seems like they just threw it up and they saw wherever it sticks. That's where we're going to go ahead and say on a Bechor. But as we're going to see, it's something which is actually a profound uh, paragraph. And we'll see at least why it would be a uh, present here in Kabbalah Shabbos exactly where it is supposed to be. So let me go ahead and bring up that. Um, Bring that up for you. Should appear there. Yeah. Okay. Looks good. Looks good. Great. Okay. So here, so he says, so this is something which uh, traces it back to uh, the the recitation of it, the reading of this traces itself back to um, one of the Talmudim of the Arizal. It's referred to as the Tefillah of Reb Nechunya Ben Akana which would be one of the Tanaim. So something which is composed by one of the Tanaim obviously is something which is very ancient in terms of a prayer. And um, this is something which the Rishonim already talk about. And they mention that um, yeah, so they say V'yeshba membeis tevos so this prayer has 42 words which corresponds to one of the names of God, which also is comprised of 42 letters. And the beginning of every one of the words of these 42 words, so you take that first letter, and that is one of the letters of, of that 42 letter of Hashem's name. So it's not necessarily in order, but all 42 letters of that name are the Rashi tables of all 42 words here. And this is the 42-letter uh, name, name of Hashem, which emerges from the opening line of Chumash itself, Breshis Bara Elohim. And then he says, um, right, and since this is something which um, is, is reserved, Chazal already say that this name is reserved for those people who are Tzanua, those people who are discreet, those people who have a private, intimate relationship with the Gadosh Baruch Hu, and they're not showy about it. So those are the ones who have access to this uh, to this name. And the rest of us, it's not something which is which is appropriate. And then he says over here, this is the introduction to one of my uh, my Shabbos He says, being that the recitation of this tefillah of Reb Nechunya Ben Akana is so great. Nogul Omro, but his Damnuyot Shonot. So that's why we say it at various times. We say it at different places. One time where we say it is the one that we're most familiar with, which is it during Kabbalah Shabbos, after Mizmor the David, before we get to the Chadodi. 
Vishum hu kifiha nira kahakana lishabas kodesh. And its location over there, its recitation over there, would seem to be some sort of preparation for Shabbos. Because the Zohar Kaddish writes, that the, the seven names, there's oh, a different idea that there's seven names uh, or references to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in this paragraph. And that corresponds to the seven times in Mizmor Ledavid that the word kol appears. So there's seven kolos in the previous paragraph in Tehillim Chavtas. And corresponding to that, we've got seven things in this paragraph. And he says, that's what Rav Chaim Falaji writes. And then he says, because of Yisod V'shor Shavoda, and this is um, this line is something which is very dear to me. But he says, the Yisod V'shor Shavoda, somebody who is very involved in the worship of Hashem says, you should say it with a, a, a singing voice, a pleasant voice. You should be very careful in terms of your concentration and your kavana when you say it. And the reason why I say that this is sort of near and dear to me is because I struggle each and every week to finish this paragraph before they start l'chadodi. For some reason, this one, they're able to like go at 60 miles an hour or 70 miles an hour through. It's not that long. That's why it's surprising that I can't keep up. But I find the words to be hard and to say it and to try and think about the meaning, I find to be challenging. And that's, you know, I usually end up having to catch up in the L'chad Dodi as a result. Now, there's not much commentary about it, so we'll read it and we'll just try and get uh, the idea of what it, it's saying, because it's a very beautiful tefillah just on its own right. So it says, Anna, so this is a plea to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. By the force of your great right hand, and the right hand is obviously the strong, dominant hand, so release Tatir Tzura. So we ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu, go ahead and release us. In this sitter, which I used, it says, Ksura b'mesa hagalus, that we are imprisoned by the exile. So we're asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu, use your right hand and Tatir, release us, from where we are bound in the gulus in which we find ourselves. And Kabel Rinas Amcha, except the prayer of your people. The uh, Rina is a, literally means song, but it's one of the synonyms that we use for prayer. Sagavenu, strengthen us. Taharenu, purify us. Nora, you who are the uh, awesome one. So this is what we want. We want to be purified, we want to be sanctified. Nagibor. And then we say, please, that you are mighty and strong. And we say that Klai Yisrael are Dorshet Yechudcha. That we, Klai Yisrael, are the ones who seek out your unity. Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. So Klai Yisrael uniquely uh, strives to emphasize the um, the singularity of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's existence, the unity of his existence. Kivavas Shamrein. The word kivavas means the pupil of the eye. So we all know that the, that when something gets near the eye, so you immediately the, the eye is immediately closed. We blink immediately uh, to go ahead and keep things out of the eye because it's a very sensitive part of the body. So we want, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we want to be the pupil of your eye. In other words, that you should protect us instinctively, and it should be almost like in an instant that there's an immediate um, uh, closure in order to provide protection to the eye, because the eye is so essential to our existence. So we say guard them 
protect us the same way that the uh, that the, the pupil of the eye is protected. Varchein, go ahead and bless them. Taharein, go ahead and purify them from improper thoughts. Rachameitzid kascha, sorry, rachamein. You should go ahead and you should be merciful towards them. And some people have a slightly different girsa. Tzidkascha, your righteousness, tamid gamleim, you should also go ahead and you should always be uh, um, benevolent towards them. You should always be righteous towards them. You should also be giving towards them and provide them with their needs. Again, this is one of those universal prayers that we have in our exile existence that we often uh, exist in circumstances where it's difficult for our needs to be met. And therefore, we ask Baruch Hu to provide them. Chasin Kadosh. You are mighty. You're the Holy One. Berov Tuvcha. In your abundant goodness. Nahel Adasecha. Lead your community. So like the word Adas is a community. So Adasecha is just a plural. That's a, it's not the plural. It's, it's possessive. Lead your community. We want you to be leading us. Yachid Geya. 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 Yeah, yeah. I think I've been pronouncing it wrong my entire life. Yachid Geya, the unique one who's exalted. Maybe that's why it takes me so long, because I can't even pronounce it right. La'amcha penei, we want you to go ahead and turn towards your people. So again, we're asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu that when we're in Gullahs, we feel as if HaKadosh Baruch Hu isn't watching us carefully. So therefore, we turn to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and we say, La'amcha penei. Go ahead, and we, we say this in Birkas Kohanim as well. That Yisashem Panov Eilech, Hashem to turn his face towards us. So please go ahead and turn your face towards us in order that you should do good. Because who are we? We are the ones who mention, or we are the ones who are mindful of your holiness. Then finally, Kabel. We ask Baruch Hu, please go ahead and accept our, our cries, our prayers. Shava is also a synonym for prayer. Ushma Tzakasenu, in here our cries. This is where we can't even get into, we can't even put into words what we're feeling. But we know that this is something that we could just, there's an emotion which we're experiencing, which cannot be expressed in words. And therefore, it's just a cry, the cry of futility. We want you to be aware of that. And we know that crying to you is something which is going to be beneficial and uh, effective because we know that you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, are the Yodea Talumos. You are the one who knows hidden thoughts. And sometimes we may be crying and even we don't need, know what we're crying about, but we just feel this, oh, we feel overwhelmed by emotion and we cry. So we turn to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and say, listen, hear the words which we say, accept the words which we say, hear the cries, which don't have words that the but the expressions that we 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 mean to uh, to say all of those powerful emotions and you're capable of doing so because you are the yodea talumos you are the one who goes ahead and knows the uh, the secret things and then it's a it's such an interesting idea we know that generally we don't like to say baruch shame out loud and this we don't say out loud but over here baruch shem kavod that blessed is his name whose honorable kingdom is forever and ever. So this is usually said after we say Shema Yisrael. We say Shema Yisrael Hashem Elkeinu Hashem Echad. And then once we declare the unity of Hashem, so we say quietly the Baruch Shem. On Yom Kippur, we're able to say it out loud, but Baruch Shem is always a response to hearing the name of Hashem. So how does Baruch Shem is not part of the original tefillah. 
it wasn't really part of Reb Nechunya ben Akana's tefillah, but this matches what we said that since this prayer of Reb Nechunya ben Akana, it contains within it the hidden forty-two letter name of Hashem. So we consider it as if we said God's name. So since we consider it as if we said God's name, so like we just mentioned, anytime God's name is mentioned, we always follow that with the declaration, blessed is his name, whose glorious kingdom is forever and ever. So this line gets thrown in. This is proof positive that the recitation of the previous paragraph is a manner by which we are going to be able to say Hashem's name. And that is, uh, that, that's why it concludes with this Baruch Shem Kavod. Okay. So that is uh, that.